Blog Talk Radio.
God's word comes in to train us while he's teaching us because we are studying if you all are listening in as you hear the music got a little louder at the end so if you all are looking in and listening in please share this please stick in stay tuned and let's laugh a little Let's enjoy some things. I'm, I'm going to ask for comments at the end. If you're on Facebook, uh, type your comments in. We could discuss it. We could make a remark about it. We could do a lot of little things. But let me get my word. I'll put it right here. I want to start off with uh, making sure you all understand something. Um. The Word of God teaches us not to blame others for I do, I don't, I will, I won't, I should have, I could have. It teaches us not to blame others for what we didn't do or we should have done, how we could have went about it another way. So I'm trying to get to this real quick so I can tell you all what it is I'm looking for. So I'm excited about what God has been revealing to me in the last days of this year. I want you all to really know that. It says, Jesus answered, Jesus answered, a certain man when he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which striped him on his raiment and wounded him and departed leaving him half dead and if you read on with this this is the 10th chapter of Luke where it goes down and it talks about how different things was happening and how different things had came apart. I'm trying to get to one of the verses. It's a parable of the Good Samaritan. And the last uh, verse from chapter 10, verses 30 through 37, and the last part of 37 says, and he said, he that shows mercy on him, then said Jesus unto him, go and do likewise. So <clears throat> I, I'm saying that to say um, me and my sisters were laughing and talking last night as we went to see the musical The Color Purple to celebrate uh, our sister Sheila Kaiser, uh, a.k.a. Black Widow, Minister Sheila Kaiser. We went to celebrate her because, see, I, I yes, I said it three times. She is Sheila Kaiser, uh, our sister. She is Sheila Kaiser, our parents' daughter. She is Sheila Kaiser, her children's mother. But she's also Minister Sheila Kaiser, our sister in Christ. And she's Minister Sheila Kaiser that ministers and prayed for people um, because she was a vessel of God. And she was black widow. Because that's the name she was known as riding on the motorcycle scene. 
she had a couple of other nicknames depending on who she was uh, hanging around, her bowling team, uh, her bid with team. She would say, but she enjoyed life. You can enjoy life. You can, it's the world that we are a part of the world, but we don't have, we're not in the world. We're a part of the world. But you use the things in the world. It says the, that he used the, uh, the wicked things to confound the wise. So if I could show you all oh, these games you're trying to play, I know how to play them. But I choose to play God's way. You know, it's a saying that says, I still dance, but I change partners. Hmm. I remember growing up, there was there was music that was played that uh, our parents didn't like. So for those parents of us that's out here now, the music our children are playing, playing that we don't like. For example, uh, it was records that oh we had to huck and buck and we was dropping it like it was hot, picking it up like it was cold, and boil it over and drop it again. When we were growing up. The music, I remember one record, it said there's some H's in this house. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Our parents couldn't stand that record. But I don't think we was really loving the words. We was loving the beat. It was another record say, I'll beat that B with a bat. Mm. Some of us really believed those words because they was beating some uh, people, B's with a bat or whatever, however you want to say it. But the music, the music. It had us in a mindset. That's another ministry, but I was just throwing that in there to, to lead up to where I'm going to. I remember growing up, we said a certain way, and our father would say, uh-uh, I don't care if we had pants on. Our dad did not allow us to sit with our legs gapped open. He would say, close them, cross them, turn to, put them together, turn to the side, or put something across your lap. He didn't play that. But I'm leading up to where I'm going to, okay? I remember how we would be like, why he just don't let me live my life, okay? Because, see, what he saw in us was we were living our life. We're thinking one way, but he knows the way the world is thinking because we're at the age of simple thought. He was at the age of grown-up thought. I remember how... He would come in, or my mom would come in, or somebody would come in and say, who did that? Who did this? And you know what we said. Not me. <laughs> A whole lot of not me grew up in our house with us. We was a whole lot of not me. Mm-hmm. Let's go with some things that we try to, tell God that we used to try to tell our parents or the teachers or the police or the counselor or whoever was an authority figure that was questioning us, asking us, or punishing us or doing whatever they had to do to get to the bottom. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to pause to see if anybody else has something to say. So if they're on blog talk, they can join in with me. If you're on Facebook, you can type something in and we'll talk about it. We had a whole lot of not me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to check that off my list. Mm -hmm. We had a whole lot of, uh, did you mess with that? 
Did you eat that? Did you taste that? Did you wear that? Because, you know, that was mine. What's the first thing we, we would tell them? You did that, not yours. I'm going to check that out. We did a whole lot of not yours. You did something with something that's not yours. What about uh, looking around and somebody go over there and ask about something and you want to look around and say, uh, I don't know who did that. I don't know who put that on that. I didn't touch that. I didn't do that. See, I don't bother stuff that's not mine. Y'all, y'all remember a whole lot of not mine. You're not minding your own business. That's not mine. What about, um, what did you say? What did they say something? Uh, what happened? They said, see, Mama, see, they said, see, Daddy, somebody said, see, Daddy, them over there are those over there. How many of us remember the them, the those, the days, the somebody? Do any of us remember that? Do we remember the... I don't have a clue. Who broke that? Mm-hmm. Who took that? Mm-hmm. Who opened up the door open? Who burnt that? Who did? I don't have a clue. Do, do we remember that? I have a son. We asked him something. <laughs> if he played his game or he involved in something he want to do and he really tried to brush you off, the first thing come out of his mind is, I don't have a clue. Oh, I don't know. How many of us still walking around with the I don't knows? I don't have a clue. Who, me? Not me. You asking me? Not me. How many of us know that, like when God said, Adam, where are thou? And Adam was like, who, uh, you, I didn't hear you. Uh, uh. I didn't know. Uh, who told you you was naked, huh? Hmm. A lot of us still working with the huh? Uh, you remember that? Okay. I'm going to get to a real good. This needs to be a son of our middle name. I didn't. Mm-hmm. What did Adam say? Uh, he blamed on ease. He said, because of that woman you you gave me. You, you did. You did it. Not me. I didn't do it. You did. Because of the woman you gave me. <laughs> passing the blame. We forever passing the blame. How many of us always want to know? No way. No way did I do that. No way did I mean that. No way did I say that. No way. No way. <laughs> Let me check that one out, too. So... Come to a conclusion of a, a lot of little stuff. I come to the conclusion with even this. They come up with, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't remember asking for that. I, I don't remember borrowing that. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I owe you that. I don't think so. What about, I believe, some of us is married to this one right here, Mr. and Mrs. I can't. <laughs> the I can't. Uh, I 
you know what? I, I sure hate that relative. I can't. Every time you say something to them, they comment is, I can't do that. I can't. I can't come. I can't. I can't. I can't have so many re, uh, remarks afterwards. Just a bit of beginning of I can't. It's just when you were in school, you did something wrong, and the teacher would tell you to write down a hundred times. I will be quiet. I will stop. Whatever they tell you, they should have had us write down a hundred times or a thousand. I can't. Hmm. I won't. What about the? I know it wouldn't mean. A lot of times we don't understand that when we stand what we don't know, and we're the first one, the first ones to jump up. That's how you know you they was the one that was guilty. They the first one. Not me. I didn't do it. I can't. I wouldn't. I ain't no way. And my cousin, I, this is one of my cousins. Because no matter what part of the conversation we're in, the, the beginning, the middle, or the end, this cousin of mine right here always shows up. Who said that? And then when you say, you said it. Who said that? Uh-uh. It go back to, I don't know who would say that. It would not me. So I'm going to pause right there and see if anybody on Facebook want to type something in or anybody on Blog Talk got something to say, please say something at this time. Make a comment. The lines on Blog Talk is open. Hi, um, this is Cecilia. I just wanted to say one of the things that I always think about is the word of God in Proverbs. It says that he that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesses, and for sake of them shall have mercy. But not only that, Hosea, the yes. fourth chapter and the fourth yes. verse says, but don't mm-hmm. look someone don't to, look. Blame. to blame. Yeah. No finger pointing. You that's priests it, it. are the one on the dock. So that's, that's the message version. That's and it. so it's saying don't look for people to blame. But then the Scripture before that says that confess your own sins. I mean, how many times uh, we always laugh about this, but our sister, uh, Sheila, when we were young, and my mom would bring us home cheeseburgers, she put hers in the refrigerator because she wanted to save it. Me and Renee ate ours. Our dad ate his. Everybody ate their burger but Sheila. The yes, next she morning, she got up thinking she was going to eat it for breakfast or lunch because she was getting up late. And we all we heard was, who ate my cheeseburger? So she and wasn't pointing the blame. Yeah. She just wanted to know who ate her cheeseburger. But yes. nobody confessed. Nobody confessed. Nobody. I said I didn't because I really didn't. I didn't know who ate her cheeseburger, first of all. And if I had known, I may have told her. But I did not know who ate her cheeseburger. But it was just as bad as the ones that said, um, I have no idea. You you don't have no idea because you didn't even bother to think. Or you yeah. have that person that sits back and says, well, if I don't say nothing, then they'll think somebody else did it. 
So either way it goes, whether you do the blame game by being silent or you do the blame game by saying you have no idea when you know it was you or someone else. But we have to remember that the enemy of our soul, he's an accuser of the brethren. And because he's an accuser of the brethren, we hear people saying this person did that, this person did this. We don't know. They may not have done that, but maybe God is using that situation to expose, decode, and uncover things that someone is doing. Although it may not be that, it could be something else that they're doing. Because whether we like it or not, there are people still practically teaching that you can buy a blessing, that you could buy a house, that you can buy a car by planting your hard-earned money into a man or woman that uh, they don't care that you can't pay your bills. Because if they did, they wouldn't be asking you to give the money that you need in order to pay your rent or whatever. So the blaming game shows its head in a lot of ways. We're to blame when we're robbing and sleeping the congregation. So why would we fleece? And for those of you who might be like, what is she talking about fleecing? We are fleecing the people when we take their money. And I do say we because it's people that that say that they're men and women of God, but they're fleecing the congregation. But why would we do that? Why would we try to make someone dry? Why would we try to take that which God has blessed them with in order to pay their bills, to guilt them into, manipulate them into, or whatever you're doing with witchcraft or wizardry or whatever, why would we do that? Why would we try to make them think if they don't bless us that they won't be blessed? No, we bless the Lord on our soul. And all that's within us, we bless his holy name. Many of us, and I'm guilty, I've given to people before just out of them uh, using the guilt trip. But once I started seeking God, and I said, God, who you tell me to bless, I'll bless. If you tell me to do it in concealment, I'll bless them in a concealed manner. If you tell me to stand before people to reveal it because you're not trying to hide anything, I'll do it that way. But I was also saying, don't forget this. The enemy of our soul wants to pervert things. And I'm going to uncover this one spirit really quick, and then I'm going to hush, Minister Sylvia. The people, uncles, aunts, uh, brothers, fathers, uh, next-door neighbors, they'll start off by giving your child a dollar here or 50 cents there uh, or telling them they can confide in them and they're confiding in him. So now they're manipulating them and they're telling them, don't tell nobody. And then so now they have this pervert that they're thinking they can trust. And now all of a sudden they'll make you think when they start touching you inappropriately that it's your fault. So now you won't tell on them. So now the blame game is you're blaming yourself when in actuality, no, they were manipulating you from the beginning. 
And let's just remember that people will manipulate you and try to shame you into making you think that everything's your fault. But it's their fault because they're sitting back practicing as a hierarchy or they're sitting back practicing as a pervert because they want you to think that you're covering up your sin and that you're uh, forsaking this or that. No. In that case, don't let them pervert the word of God that says that he that covers his sin shall not prosper. That is not your sin. That's that pervert sin, and they're trying to make you think that now you should be walking around saying, I have no idea, or I don't know what's going on. So make sure you're seeking God so that God can show you when people are fleecing you in a perverted manner and when people are trying to make you think that you're covering up a sin that started off innocent with 50 cents, a dollar here, uh, you confiding in them about this or that. Just know that the spirit of perversion is everywhere. Remember what the devil tried to do with Jesus. He tried to pervert the word of God, telling him to turn the rock into bread. So don't allow yourself to be fooled. Ask God. Yes. Amen, amen. Thank you, Apostle. Is there anyone else? Okay, well, you know what? I want you all to understand something. The blame game didn't just uh, come popular. The blame game didn't just happen overnight. The blame game was from the beginning. You all remember when Adam and Eve was in the garden and when Eve allowed the serpent to um, whisper in her ear. He stimulated her inner ear and said something that she wanted to hear, Uh, told her she could be like God. She would know the difference. And uh, she ate when they were told not to eat of the fruit. She ate, but then she knew that she couldn't carry this burden by herself, that she didn't want to. So what she did was gave it to Adam. I, I don't even, I'm not going to even say convince Adam. She gave it to Adam, and Adam ate. Then when God came and dealt with the situation, the first thing came out of Adam's mouth was, because of that woman you gave me, pass the blame. Mhm. When we talk about how things happen or how uh we're trying to find out how it happened and we want to pass the blame, we can look at how God dealt with Adam and Eve with owning up. I was talking with Apostle Elect earlier and I she said something to me, and I said, you're right. The first thing we should have done was show I should have owned up. I should have stepped up, stood up, and I should have owned up to what I was doing. Because 
We always say this, and you all know we say this. If I was big and bad enough to do it, I should be big and bad enough to own up to it. We have to be at the place where we have to say, you know what? Mm-mm. I did it. But we know that that takes growth. We know that Adam blamed Eve, but Adam should have told God did it. Regardless how he went about doing it, but he did it. God told him, don't. God gave him Eve. Adam's responsibility was to make sure he know. You can think about Cain and Abel. He want to blame the fact that uh, his brother, God accepted his brother uh, sacrificed over his when all he had to do was, like his brother did, gave God his first. And I'm getting to the first of the year. We got to give God our first during the first of the year. Give your life to God. That's your first offering. should be. Back to the blame. Because um, I don't want to forget that. Uh, so he decided he was going to show kill his brother because now he wants to give the blame to anybody in someplace else. If I'm, if I'm, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you are. You're your sister keepers too. Look at how Aaron wanted to blame the people when the, they told him to make them a sacrifice, an idol. All he had to do was say, uh-uh, no, no way, uh-uh. I'm a holy man of God. I've been anointed. I've been appointed. I've been chose. I'm chose. I will not make an idol. But when the people want to blame that Moses, it took so long for him to come down. Now, they want to compare the 40 days to all the hundreds of years they had been in slavery. They didn't want to wait. So anyway, Aaron say, you know how the people are. They made me. No, they didn't make you. Some of us don't know how to deal with pressure. Some of us don't know how to deal with stepping up, taking ownership. You say you're a Christian, but I think some people mean Christy. They're Christy. They're not uh, willing to stand up like they say they are. Just because things doesn't go your way, don't go to God. I had to learn myself to stop blaming the church for what was done. Now, church people and church is two different things. The church represents Christ. Christ represents the church. We want to say, well, the church hurt me. No. Mm-mm. People at your job hurt you. You still go to work. Your boss get on your nerves, hurt you, and do things, say things, dock you, and say, but you still go to work. Uh, your boyfriend, girlfriend uh, that you deal with in a relationship, they still hurt you, but you're still waiting on that call or making the call. Your associates, your hangout buddies, they hurt your feelings. They say something, you heard something or something you told someone. Eventually you forgive them and you're still hanging out with them. So let's talk about 
we do what we want to do, when we want to do, how we want to do it. We blame those that we feel we can get away with, the uh, the blame game. When you think about even King Saul, he did not want to wait on Samuel. When Samuel told him, don't go to war, don't do this, don't do that, don't make a sacrifice, he didn't want to wait. Hmm. When you think about a lot of the people in the Bible that try to pass the blame on, keep reading and talking to God, and you will see the reward that they receive for not stepping up and taking ownership. I'm going to give you all the greatest example I can give you. I hope you all ready to hear it. God is serious about his kingdom. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. <laughs> now, I said that to say the devil wanted to be God. You know, we was raised up. He wanted to be like God. The devil wanted to be God. So he decided he was going to try to take God's place. So I know a lot of us know the story. Some of us learned the story. Some of us forgot the story. Some of us turned the story around trying to justify it. But by him not doing what he was supposed to do and call himself out, we say stabbing God in the back of trying to take God's place, God's position is not an option. He was kicked out of heaven, and those that he with his homies that rode with him like the one you was riding around in the car that caused you to get caught up too. They got kicked out with him. And he's been trying to get back into heaven ever since, but certain things you do before God, you say about God, the Holy Spirit, you talk about God's business, that you ought to not be putting your mouth on or letting it come out your mouth, ain't no comeback. This ain't no reset game. Ain't no comeback. So you can repent of your sins, but in his word, this it, it tells you about things that there's no comeback from. Don't be around here playing with God, putting your mouth on God, of blaming the church for what people have done. See, we, we get caught up and we get lost on the level people are on. See, some of us have titles. If you notice, when you fill out an application, it's a little box that says suffix. You want to be Miss, Mr., Mrs., or Miss. Do you want the MS, the MISS, the MRS, or do you want the MR, or do you want other? There are titles, but when it comes to God, there's one title. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed shall be thy name. Thou kingdom come, thou will be done. Mm. In the beginning, God said, let us make man in our image. He was talking with his son 
He said in our image. See, their job is to be his son, and whatever the father tells the sons to do, they do. It teaches us the names of his angels. It teaches us the names of his son. We have to get to a place where we have to say, okay, God, I'm one of your servants. You said you give some preachers, some teachers, some evangelists, some pastors, give uh, bishops. You, all of that he talked about the prophets. You got to see what God has put you. Stop letting people tell you who you are. So when you find yourself walking in a place that's not true, when you find yourself walking in a place, I, you know what, I don't want to get before God and say, uh, Lord, well, they told me I was a prophet. And God say, I don't know you. You was a false prophet. The woman of God spoke a little while ago, and she said, you came by. We know you came by a healing. We know you came by a blessing. I don't care how you could buy a first-class ticket on an airplane or a train or a private jet or your own yacht or ocean line or whatever you want to call it. There's no category of tickets to get to heaven. It's only a lifestyle. What is your lifestyle? It's either holiness or hell. Holiness or hell. Now, we know in these days, the same as before, the same as before, the same as before, and so on back and so on back, there were and there are false prophets. The Word of God teaches us how to judge the Spirit by the Spirit. When you have a relationship with God, you are quick, should be quick to ask God, who is this? What is the Spirit operating here? Don't let nobody else tell you about the Spirit that's operating the woman of God talked about how the uncles, the uh, the next-door neighbors, the family members, the friends will justify blessing your children with a couple of coins, a couple of dollars, a couple of gifts, and then when they and say, don't tell nobody. Always be weary of somebody that want to, don't want you to tell somebody where something comes from. goes back to, huh, who? I have I don't have a clue. I don't know. No way. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, no, they wouldn't. Mm. Back to the the days, they would. I've lived to see where friends came to live with us because it was before the color purple, and I'm talking about in this day and time. I could only imagine what it was like back in the time of the color purple in the other movies, what girls had to go through when women didn't have rights. They came to live with us because they they couldn't they couldn't go to sleep. They wouldn't trust they barred their doors but still they, the door was broke down or unlocked, broke into or whatever. They couldn't they weren't protected in their own house. Their mothers couldn't protect them or didn't. Their grandmothers couldn't protect them or didn't. 
their sisters or aunties didn't protect them or didn't. Some of them may have knew what was going on, but they came to live with us because they had to fight every day, fight every night just to be protected. Could you imagine having to live like where you have no protection? But see, God makes a way. And for a certain friend of ours, God made a way that she could come live with us where our parents, we told you all about our parents from before, that my mom had so much love, they can love everyone and still had enough love for them, their own kids. We had seen so much where everybody has it in their family, uncles that try to touch you, cousins, brothers, just people try to touch you. You better run and tell, baby. Bernie Mac made a joke out of it. Jumping up and down, I tell her, I tell her, you better run and tell. Because, like the woman of God said, the enemy is an accuser. He he don't wake up one day or he don't sleep. He don't come with an idea one day, this is a good idea. He he have pedophiles and different people to how they say they um they put you, they molding you, they're grooming you, they're smiling. You hear me say all the time, smiling faces shows no traces of the evil that lurks within. When we was looking at the when we looked at the movie long ago, The Color Purple, and when we looked at the musical last night, we noticed certain parts was cut out. And we noticed certain things was enhanced, improvised, and had been added to. But it was some key things that wasn't cut out. It was a part where you saw Seeley. Oh, we know, yeah, we all said it. Lord forgive us. The role of Seeley, whoever played it, how did the world say you have the face on your mother could love? Oh, my God. The face that when you look at it, you just go, mm, mm. God, thank you. That's one time I don't want to say, Lord, there go I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me. And as she get, as she grew up, the one she thought was her father wasn't her father, but in this one, he admitted the kids were sealed. He go give them back to God. You know that's what he said. He using God. It's a it's amazing how we want to use God in, in our mess. He gonna give them back to God. So he already gave away Olivia, but then when she had Adam. He give them to me. He mine. I do what I want. So the sister Nettie said, I'll help out. I'll help our boy. I'll help. No. No, no, no. So mister, they showed mister. Except this time he didn't attack her in the field. He rolled along talking to her and saying little stuff, but she talked back as Nettie did. And he came and asked Miss, uh, the pops for her hand and, he said, no, not her. You can't have that one. She's smart. You could have that other one. Yeah, but she worked like a man. You could do anything you want. They left that in there. They left the beat down parts in there, okay? But the, the, when he went on, he had to, like, persuade them. 
that he comes upstairs to father with a bag and throw it on the floor and say, pack your things, it's time for you to go. You married mister. And when Nettie said, who is that? I mean, Celie said, who is that? Nettie said, the devil. Mm-hmm. See, even in the story, the, they knew it was the devil. So when she went to be with him, the first time in the house, he decided he was going to slap her. So he blamed her for his lack of. He had her terrified because he thought he had her thinking that the whole world was terrified of him, but nobody was but her, but she didn't know that. And then Nettie had to leave the house where the father was because the father tried to touch her. And she asked Celia, and Celia and her went over to Mr. to ask him if she could stay there. And Celia, just naive, don't know no better. She saw the fact that she had her sister, and she didn't have to be alone anymore. She had a chance to, when Mr. said, oh, she could stay here. But see, Mr. was thinking about Mr. He said she could stay. She'll be all right around here. But then Mr. went in the room that night and tried to get a hold of Nettie, but Nettie took care of her business. The part where they showed in the in the movie that she where she kicked him at in the movie, but they showed this time it happened. I'm gonna tell you before you go see it, but so you will know what you're looking for. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna tell it. She took care of it in the room. So long story short, he threw her out in the rain. She had to go away. Then it comes back years later with Fantasia playing this part of Celie with no makeup on. So anyway, anyway, she played this part and uh, Suge was, my sister always, see, I, I messed the girl's name up so much. I love her though. Tahaj, y'all know what I'm talking about, baby boy, that, that, that one. Uh, she played, played Suge Avery. She came in, and at the end of the movie, I'm going to let you all look at that part for yourself because that's when a real good twist comes in. At the end of the movie, it shows where God was given his glory because she didn't have to suffer no more. You know, the Word of God in the book of Psalms, it has a whole chapter that said those that endure to the end. She didn't have to suffer no more. When God said in the Word, His Word, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me, she didn't have to suffer no more. When God said that if He be for you, He's more than the world against you, she didn't have to suffer no more. When God said that if you be, if you do His will, you take care of His house, He'll take care of your house. She didn't have to suffer no more. So no matter what goes on, whether you're looking at a movie, a musical, or you listen to music, or you just in everyday life working, working around the house, a job, or in a store, no matter what you're doing, when you look at it, you learn how to apply the Word of God to it. You learn how to apply God to everything. My favorite scripture is the Lord is Psalms 23. And one, I talk about that all the time. 
the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Think of all the things I've been through, I went through growing up. For those that are still growing up, notice, just like you got to account to God for things you've done in your past, for things you've done, but when God said he threw it in the sea, to forget no more. The world always try to bring it up. Did you know even when you go to see a doctor, they want to ask you about if you did this when you were young, if you did that? It's it's a place where no matter what happens, if you do something, you should own up to it when it first happened. So you don't have to be embarrassed or don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we got to stop doing the blame game. We got to show up, show out, own up to it when it first happened. I, for myself, if I, we always say if I could turn back time, if I can go back, to things that I did when I was younger, that I lied about them, just tell the truth because I ain't always and I still don't dot every I and cross every T. I would have done it over because especially when I saw the hurt or what it caused to happen when I dealt with the, I have a, I don't have a clue, it wouldn't me, not me, I didn't do it. And all the above was true, it was me, I do have a clue, I did do it, if I had owned up to it. And that's what we have to come to the point of owning up to what we're not doing, especially when we're not walking truly in the body of Christ. Because I'm going to tell you, 2024, I'll be here in two days. Two days. And you know what's going to happen? God is going to expose some things. I suggest we all get on our knees and ask God for forgiveness. We all present ourselves before the Lord, ask Him for forgiveness. That when it do hit the fan, God will have a ram in the bush for you. Because if you think you still being slick, and you think it ain't you, oh, you're going to get some them and those, and I don't have a clue, and I can't, and I won't, and I don't know what happened. I don't know they why they would. Like the woman of God said, may not be that, but it be because of something else you're doing. It's amazing how they're trying to embarrass the body of Christ. It was said the other day, and I heard it. They're not coming after Buddha, Ali, Allah, or anybody else that's a leader, as far as the world is concerned. But whenever it comes to Jesus Christ, it's a war. So ask yourself, really, is it true? Is it true? Jesus, who we say he is, I believe he is, the one and only true living son of God that was risen from the dead, that came to this earth to die for my sins and yours and rose again. I ask you one more time, for the first of the year, your first fruit is the first breath you take. If you want to look at it from that point of view, Give your first fruits to God. This your heart. Your
When you give God your heart, the rest of you will have to follow. So I'm going to ask you all to do that. Repent. So blog talk, the lines are open. If you have anything you would like to say, the lines are open. Please go ahead at this time. This is Cecilia. I just want to share these scriptures. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, verses 10 through 12, Amplified. Nor cheat, swindlers and thieves, nor greedy graspers, nor drunkards, nor foul-mouthed revivalists, slanders, nor extortioners, and robbers will inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God. And such some of you were once, but you were washed clean and purified by the complete atonement for sin and made free from the guilt of sin, and you have you were consecrated, set apart, and hallowed. And you were justified, pronounced righteous by trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit of our God. Everything is permissible, allowable, and lawful for me, but not all things are helpful and good for me to do, expedient and profitable when considered with other things. Everything is lawful for me, but I will not become the slave of anything or be brought under its power. Amen. 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 And that was first Corinthians. Stop stop robbing the people of God. And saying, as Minister Sylvia said, I don't know. It wasn't me. That was 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. What verses again? That was 1 Corinthians, 6th chapter, verses 10 through 12, amplified. And it's talking about, because you know how we were talking about no cheats, swindlers, and thieves. Many people are getting fleeced, and not all of them is it their money. Some people are getting fleeced of their virtue. Some people are getting robbed of their innocency. So many people are getting robbed by people who claim they're of God. But remember, he said you will not share in the kingdom, but he also said you could be washed and you could be atoned of all of that guilt just through Jesus Christ. So he gives us a way out. Yeah, he gives us a way out. And I thank God for the opportunity to be able to speak with you all on Blog Talk as well as Facebook Live for the last Friday of the new year. And for those of you all that's not going to a watch service or have a watch service and know what a watch service is, find a church to go to, spend the last hours of the new year bringing in the, I mean, the last hours of the old year, bringing in the new year with praises on your lips, a worship in your heart, and a praise for God. Um, if you can't do it in person, do it on the TV. You know, yes, everybody's giving parties, but you know what? I'm going to party with the Lord. When I was in the world, yes, we went to those uh, New Year Eve parties. We did all of those things. Pardon me. I'm willing to sit back, give God my first fruit, and enjoy the Lord. 
and everything because to be perfectly honest, the New Year party is for the person that's doing it to make money. They're not looking out for your soul. They're not looking out for your salvation. They're looking out, I could give you the lease for the most money, $150, $225 per person. Chicken, I ain't paying that much for no chicken. I don't care if it's a cartilage hen, a stuffed piece of chicken, uh, uh, whatever, some fried chicken in a a tray with some french fries. I don't care. I'm not paying that much for no chicken. I'm going to pay attention to where I'm sitting before the Lord when that clock strikes 12 o'clock, 12.01. I want to be in the presence of God. So I'm just saying again, I thank God to be able to join in with you all. I hope you all continue to support our ministry um, at the beginning of the year. Uh, Sunday morning, if I'm not mistaken, it's the last Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please join us on Blog Talk to hear our very own apostle like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. She will be bringing forth the word of what God has for her to share with us on the last morning of 2023. I can't tell you how awesome that service is going to be, but I can tell you I hope you beat me there and meet me there. That Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Please follow my postings. I will be posting her picture up as soon as the service is over so you would know where to go to Sunday morning. If you come back on Monday night, it is New Year's Eve, I mean New Year's night. I'm not for sure who will be the speaker. I, Dr. Serena Wright is a program to speak, but she may be on assignment elsewhere. So please touch bases with us to see who God would have to speak on New Year's evening at at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As you come back the first Wednesday of the month of January to hear from me on Wisdom Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will share with you what God has given me to share with you for wisdom for the beginning of the year. If you come back on Friday, the first Friday of the new year, at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will share with you again what God has put in my heart for the first weekend of the new year. You all, it is time. There's a shift in the spirit, there's a shift in the atmosphere. Some things are happening. We're so busy looking to the left. We're not paying attention to what's in front of us, what's on the right of us, and what's behind us. The word of God says, Satan, get ye behind me. While he's behind you, pray that God has the blood covering you, that the enemy can't attack you. You are... We need to get it right with God. 
Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Um, you will need a prayer line. Pastor Linda Handy has a prayer line. Area code is 605-313-4818. 605-313-4818. Access code 647-147. Access code 647-147. Sister Carmen has a prayer line, 605-313-48, I'm sorry, 4284, 605-313-4284. Her access line is 528-267, 528-267. Reverend, uh, sorry, Festus Johnson, Jr., he has a text line. You can text in your request for prayer, whatever it is you want, at 331-244-0079, 331-244-0079. I would like to say I would want uh, you all to keep family members, loved ones in prayer. I have a friend named um, Gloria Evans. She have asked me to pray for her. Uh, Gloria, I've been praying for you. I just don't have your number to call you, but, Glow, I've been praying for you. I know God is a deliverer and God is a healer. Keep your mind stayed on Jesus. Trust him with everything. I don't care what they diagnosed you with. Make sure your bottom line is God. My Father, Lord Jesus, what do you say? They could say whatever they want to say, but God, what do you say? Let it be willed in you. Trust God through the process. Trust God through the process. Speak life. Speak healing. Speak deliverance over your situation. Because if you sit back and accept what someone else says, and you don't turn it over to God, you're not giving God a chance to show you he is God. God may use your situation for somebody else to see he's still alive. He's not sleeping on a break. He's not pre-adventuring. God is still on the throne. But there's requirements. You must repent. Turn from your wicked ways. Don't go back to him. Don't go back to him when you think he kind of healed or you get healed. Don't go back. Give God his glory. Give God his honor. Give God his praise. Trust in the Lord. To my cousin Camilla, Camilla Dickens, baby, you know like I know and the whole family know, your mama was a ball of fire when it came to the Holy Ghost, when it came to praising God, when it came to worshiping God, when it came to serving God. The oil runs down Aaron's beard. Somebody got to be the one that shows God is still God and he's still working miracles. I thank God that my sister Cecilia stays saved. I watched her be blessed. Even when she was overseas in the war and the bombs and the gunfire and everything going around, and God still brought her back. When I saw that and everything that happened with her and me, I had to be reminded 
that God is God. I was reminded what God did for my mother because once they say that drew the rest of us I'm telling you right now, it's okay to ask for prayer. But, baby, when you come from a bloodline like yours, you better know that we're touching and agreeing with you because you know your prayers get through. For you, Loretta, Trish, Byron, Rico, Shorty, God is God. Mm. God is God. God does what he does. He does it excellently. I just want you all to know that. Glory, keep on trusting God. God is God is here. Your your miracle is at the door. Just trust God. Keep the McBrides and the Richmond Richmond sorry in your prayers. Keep um my cousin Roy and Lottie Weaver, his mom in your prayers and all his sisters, Lois and Renee. Keep them in your prayers. Servant Troy Thomas and Prophet Antoine Thomas and Monty Thomas and Freddie Thomas in your prayers and their families. I uh, want you all to pray for my cousin. Uh, we call her little Cynthia Seabury. She's been on our hearts lately. Uh, I just trust God concerning her. Trust God to heal, deliver and do what he does. Pray for my cousin, Randy Seabury and Floyd Seabury. Something about the Seabury's legacy. My cousin, Junior Smith. My cousin, Janice, and her brothers. Janice celebrating her birthday. I just want you all to know, I'm, I'm not trying to be picky of who name I'm calling. It's just certain people God has put on my heart to call out, cover my nieces and nephews with them celebrating, still dealing with the loss of our sister, their mother, Sheila Kaiser. We celebrated her on yesterday. Please keep my family in your prayers as we pray for your family, everyone from sun up to sundown. We pray for you all. I, I know you may not believe it, but we trust in God through the process. We, we Tears are going to fall because we're human. Know that God is God. God is God. For those whose name I did not call, blame it to my head and not my heart. Some things God is going to deal with privately. Go to God. I hope you all heard something on tonight that will help you. To bless you, I'm asking God to make sure everything I spoke tonight, I apply to my life as well. When we minister, we minister to self first and others later. When I say that God is God, you better believe we know God is God. Stop the, uh, uh, spreading the blame. Stop giving the blame. Own up to it. God, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer, deliverance. Breakthrough for the watch service going on this weekend. I should have covered Chicago, Lord. Each and every one that's out, whatever plans the enemy have to bring up destruction, God, we ask you to put it at the work. 
Let every family make it back home, mother, father, son, daughter, children. God, let them make it back home safely. Let them bring in the year, God, with praise on their lips concerning you, Lord Jesus. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. To God be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Share the video. Good night, everyone.